Hey, it's Sky Brothers here. View from the cheap seats this week. We have an unbelievable guest. Uh, he played for in the NFL, had over ten thousand six hundred yards rushing, and now he's got a great acting career. He's Thomas Q. Jones. Man, did you have fun on the show? Man, I had a blast on this show. Thank we you so much deep. for inviting me. Yeah, we got super deep, man. It was early in the morning out here in the West Coast. Man, Listen, y'all, got man, my, y'all got my brain working early, man. Talk so. Issues. I'm yeah. talking issues. I'm saying, look, we got so deep, we put her butt to sleep. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. PRA, Public Radio America. Good news, we're here. This week on Your Welcome. Happy holidays, we would have said three weeks ago. In the spirit of giving a respectful distance from all possible end-of-year holidays, we present our annual Three Weeks After Holidays special. Chartreuse Belljar presents her piece on outrage over the newest dolls on the market. An ecologist proposes a new tradition that's more humane to trees and less humane to humans. And a musician plays musical music. All this and retractions today on... You're welcome. Welcome to Your Welcome. I'm Stefan Hyphenstraitman, and my name was misspelled on every holiday card I received this year, except for a mass email from Barnes & Noble. Today's top story, Christmas has been defined and driven by rampant consumerism, capitalism, materialism, and consumerism for generations of spoiled brats and their kids. I said consumerism twice, on purpose. Sometimes you get the same gift twice, and you have to fake a smile and pretend you're just as excited for the second one as the first. That is the definition of insanity. The most recent symptom of this festive madness, the newest release of cherished, mega-popular, ultra-super-phenomenon doll, Kimber. Short for Kimberly, long for Kim, Kimber was first introduced to toy stores in 1943 as Can-Do Kimber, meant to inspire young girls to take part in the war effort and to view themselves as just as important to the country's victory as the men. When the war was won, Can-Do Kimber was quickly and quietly removed from shelves and replaced with Can-Clean Kimber, Can-Cook Kimber, and the most popular Kimber doll, Can't Cry Kimber, who came with over five stifled emotions, twelve poseable fake smiles, and downcast eyes. The second wave of feminism eventually washed over the beloved Kimber dolls, as women demanded a more respectful and even-handed representation of women. Kimber's manufacturers, Manbro, responded with a beautiful lesbian lover doll for Kimber named XXXtasy, who could shake her hips to disco and vomited glitter. Finally, after decades of petitions, demonstrations, think pieces, and passionate pleas from mothers and daughters alike, Manbro created Liberated Kimber, who came with a pack of smokes and a cat. In a shrewd business move, Manbro produced only a thousand Liberated Kimber dolls, making it a hotly sought-after collector's item that caused mass trampling, stampling, stampedling, and tromp-stompling at stores on the day it was released. This was the first Black Friday in American history, with two deaths and 21 injuries, and it's become a beloved holiday tradition ever since. Chartreuse Beljar was on the scene for the most recent holiday Kimber release, Caroling Kimber, who comes with 13 pre-recorded tween-bop covers of classic Christmas carols that have been proven to induce mania in people under the age of 14. Here's Chartreuse with a story. I'm Chartreuse Beljar, and I'm here at Bymart, where 
A massive crowd of mothers and fathers has gathered in protest of the consistently sexist plaything, Kimber. I'm getting pushed around even more than when I was your intern, Stefan, because the store is truly crowded beyond any safe capacity. But a fire hazard is a small price to pay for a good old-fashioned feminist protest. Sometimes you gotta cause a ruckus to ruckus your cause. Let me see if I can get one of these angry protesters to stop long enough for an interview. Ma'am? Ma ma hey, hey, sis, hey, sister. What, what's happening, my fellow member of the human race? You! What? I didn't do nothing. That lady got knocked out by accident. Check the security tapes. No, no, uh, uh, I just want an interview. I'm with Your Welcome World News. Can you talk a little bit about this protest today? You're protesting my nerves, lady. I gotta get to the cashiers. Every second I waste is a chance to get scooped up one by, by one of these greedy- I got it! I got one! It's mine! Give me that, Kimber, you horrible bitch! Wow, the passions are running high. Hello, sir? Hey, 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 you looking for Carolyn Kimber? I'm looking for an interview. What is it specifically about Carolyn Kimber that's prompting this kind of civil upheaval? Is it the unrealistic wasp waist? The come-hither heels? More eyeshadow than a Parisian whore? The emphasis on the material goods surrounding her in an attempt to define her as a woman? Hey, 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 if you want the material goods, honey, I got them. Carolyn Kimber, wholesale price, three-quarters the Bymart price. You want your kids to have a merry whatever you are day? You're gonna want one of these little dolls, trust me. No, no, no. Now, see, no, no, by assuming I'm a mother just because I'm a woman, you're fueling short-sighted gender roles just as much as Carolyn Kimber. Is that part of your protest? Oh, oh, uh, are you using suburb... Hey, 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 oh, hey look, let me take look, that look, again. Look. Now, see, no, by assuming I'm a mother just because I'm a woman, you're fueling short-sighted gender roles just as much as Carolyn Kimber. Is that part of your protest? Oh, are you using subversion tactics? Look, 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 I need to move fast on these things, okay? Okay, you change your mind, my van's the one in the handicapped space with blinkers on. This is a really intense scene. No, one has to wonder where the security guards... Oh, oh, there's one. Under that pile of women all fighting over Kimber. Wonder why they don't just burn these in effigy before buying them. Seems like they're sending the wrong message. I'm just gonna sort of wade into this dog pile of women with my microphone extended. Excuse me! Excuse me! I excuse me! Do you, do you know education is enough to protect our children from the inherent sexism of Kimber dolls? Will there ever be a day when we don't have to fight this power? I wouldn't have to fight if these nasty whores would get their hands off my Kimber doll! I seen her first! No, but my daughter hates me. I have to earn her love through buying it. My daughter hates me more! Wow. There you have it. This protest over the devastating effects of the Kimber dolls is as personal a cause as it gets. Mothers trying to make the world a better place for their daughters, who in turn will go on to make the world a better place. I mean, unless the world is destroyed in her lifetime by deforestation or melting ice caps or nuclear war or one of those prophesied alien invasions I keep hearing about on the History Channel. Oh! Oh, listeners, you won't believe this. There's a Carolyn Kimber hiding underneath this rack of reading glasses. It must have slid under here during the, all the commotion. Wow. I should tell someone before the protest is over. Let me just pick this up and pry the severed hand off the box. Throw that in the discount toys. That's someone else's problem. <laughs> it is kind of cool. Oh, it has a shiny little button you push. Let me try this. 
Hi, hi, girls. Hi, hi. I'm Carolyn Kember, and I got a cool, cool Carol just for you. Away in the shopping mall, no credit card from Dad. A cool girl named Kimber needed in a new denim jacket. Like so bad. Oh my god. I want one. I want one! Hey, this bitch found another Kimber doll! Back off, you coven of witches! I'll kill for this doll! My life for Kimber! My blood for Kimber! That was Chartreuse Bell Jar getting in the holiday spirit. PRA and Your Welcome World News are brought to you by Kombucha. Ten different experts will give ten different explanations for what the hell kombucha is. Kombucha. You bootcha butt, it's healthy. Our next story. When you consider all the damage humans have done to forests across the globe, propping up pine trees in our houses once a year seems like insult added to injury. It insults no one more than ecologist, environmentalist, and self-professed tree nut, Monica Boson. Monica, hello to you, you old tree nut, you. I'm not a self-professed tree nut. Uh, I didn't call myself that. Oh, who called you that? You just did. Hmm. And I overheard your producers call me that in the hallway. Oh, I'm sure they meant it as a bad pun and not as a deep offense towards you and everything you stand for. Well, it's barely an offense when you think about how a tree must feel in this country on any given day. That is a good and weird point. But Christmas, well, uh, that's like... Uh, um, Please don't say tree holocaust. Please don't say tree holocaust. Please do not say tree holocaust. I would never say Uh, that. Okay, that's a relief. But Santa Claus is like a tree Hitler. Oh. Okay, well, I don't think we'll get emails about that. Maybe from neo-Nazis. See, every time a pine tree is yanked out of the ground and displaced in a domicile, that's one less tree that can provide oxygen to our children, shade for forest creatures, and delicious, nutrient-rich needles for food to weary travelers. You eat needles? Anyone can. Uh, here's a pocket full. You can try it. Uh, please don't make me try them. I will. Please don't. All right, well, I'm just going to put them right here on the table. Uh, I hate the sight of them. I sell these at farmer's markets in bundles. People incorrectly use them as air fresheners. Uh, I guess they prefer their microwaved chemical bath hot pocket concoctions. Uh, It's their colon. It is. It is their colon. They could do with it as they see fit. I feel like, actually, pine needles would be less than preferable for one's colon also. Well, let's compare colons and see who's hell here. Okay, I'm, I'm going to concede that challenge to you. You win. Uh, now, what do you have in mind to counteract the Christmas tree tradition, Monica? I propose a campaign to demonstrate how barbaric this relic of medieval times truly is. The Christmas corpse. The Christmas corpse. Instead of a tree. The Christmas corpse so it's self-explanatory stefan oh i really hope it's not a dead person is propped up and decorated with ornaments tinsel maybe those weird popcorn strings that if you know if that's your thing but and then there's an angel on top an angel on top of a dead naked body well it's not naked after you hang on the ornaments onto you know body parts but uh yeah oh i see so this is just some sort of like satirical essay you've written, like a Swiftian piece, like a modest proposal. I don't listen to Taylor Swift. 
And no, this isn't an essay. It's this is a real, for sure, real thing. I, where would the bodies come from? Where do the trees come from? Answer all over the place. Well, you really had an answer prepared for that. Who do you think would do this? Whoever cares to change the world, Stefan. People who care, like me. You do this. Twenty-three years and counting. I stick to my guns, or axe, in this case. Why do so many guests on this show wind up being murderers? That's a negative spin. The, who else participates in this Christmas corpse movement of yours? So far, it's just me. That's why I was hoping to spread the message on your little program here. I mean, morally, this is unquestionably wrong, but uh, I, this is an interview, so I suppose the rest of my questions would have to be from a purely logistical standpoint. All right, I'm ready. Fire away. Fire away. No, I'll save that for the police. Uh, so, what do you do about the smell of the Christmas corpse? Well, what do you do about the smell of a rotting, decaying pine tree, Stefan? You let it linger all through the house, like the Grim Reaper. But that's a pine scent. I mean, that's not decaying flesh. It all smells the same to me. I mean, I have kind of a weird nose situation. I was born with it. Yeah, I notice you have a pierced um, septum. That is exactly what's going on. Is that a, a pine, is that a petrified pine cone? Yeah. No. I'm so sorry. I wouldn't do that. I had no idea. I'm so sorry. It's a bone from what corpse? We don't know. I should have guessed that. Uh, but anyhow, the the dead bodies uh, do smell worse. I usually have to leave the house after the first two days. Mm -hmm. Then I go back in January with a mask and some gloves, scrub the place down. And January comes. What do you do with these bodies then? Compost for the trees. Circles of life. Circles of life. Yes. Uh, okay. That's your angle, then, I suppose, to sell this to people who don't want a dead body decomposing in their living room on Christmas morning? You can make anything festive if you really want to. Okay, I even wrote a carol. Oh, did you? Oh, Christmas corpse. Oh, Christmas corpse. Let's see just how you like it. Catchy. Morbid. Horrifying. Thank you, Monica Boson. Please leave. Thank you. Lastly, on this special three weeks after the holidays edition of Your Welcome, we here at Public Radio America are deeply invested, as I hope you know, in progressively and inclusively creating a holiday atmosphere for all of our listeners. Now, unfortunately, most carols and songs for this time of year suffer from the burden of specificity and so uh, we have invited onto the airwaves intern Levi Petrie to try to introduce an all-inclusive carol that can offend no one and impress also no one. Uh, Levi, whenever you're ready, take it away. My family is so conservative of me a plan for gifts that I would give this Christmas year. Instead of Jesusing, I donned a robe and took them Africing. I gave them all daishikis and read the Kwanzaa verse. By the time we got to Hanukkah, the Rome had soon dispersed. I asked, will you 
happy holidays instead of merry thing we used to say this time is meant to be for everyone a common myth about the holy son think of all the atheists who are out there in god's world is it very christian to not let their voice be heard That was That was intern Levi Petrie. Thank you, Levi, for your inclusive, socially conscious holiday carol, Fala La 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 La. That just about wraps it up for your welcome world news, but first, we're right all the time except for when we aren't, so here are this week's retractions. There are no proven cases of head explosions caused by too much meditating. Throwing a penguin does not count as a penguin flying. Oranges got their name from the color and not the other way around. Squirrels are neither extinct nor endangered. They're doing just fine. And finally, the original quote from Casablanca was, Play it Sam. Not the often misquoted Yippee-Kaye Casablanca. Checking in on the PRA pledge drive, we're up to 1.13% of our goal. Donors at the $5 level get their dogs walked by a complimentary dog walking service. And for an additional $100, they can get their dogs back. Special thanks, as always, to interns Madeline Wager, Levi Petrie, Jeremy Simon, and Derek Stoles, along with in-studio secret Santa, Zane Grant. I'm Stefan-Straitman saying thank you and you're welcome. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.